Heavy hitters DJ DJ New Era. What's going on, DJ New Era? What up? How's Poppin'. everything going today? Good. Tired. Tired. Very tired. Very tired. Why is that? Um, going off of three hours of sleep and teaching somebody. Oh well, yeah, that sounds exhausting. <laughs> and then the weekend, of course, is um, club stuff still going on. So you know. It's pretty draining, but I'm just thankful to be working during these hard times. That's um, that's amazing, though, that you guys still have um, clubs and stuff like that open because we don't have any of that going on right now in New York, especially Long Island. Nothing's open. Nope. Nothing, nothing popping. We have we have DJs still, but they kind of have to like hide in closets. <laughs> doing the, they doing R. Kelly? They're kind of doing an R. Kelly right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, everything closes at 10 o'clock. There's no dancing. So, I mean, the DJs can still get paid at the well, end of the day. I, but How does that work when you say there's no dancing? So, you go to a club, it's just drinks and sitting down and talking? Yep. No dance. There's de- like there's music, but everybody has to sit in a chair. They have to they have to order something. Um, actually, what was it? Um, Governor Cuomo made during Corona dollar salsa and chips because you were forced to buy something if you want to sit at a bar and have a drink. What? It's kind of crazy. <laughs> so you probably have it better than us right now, wow. to be honest. Shout out to NY though, man. I like the way that your your mayor is really taking this COVID thing because honestly, he he showed better leadership than the president Trump. He, He showed a whole lot of better leadership. A lot of people can agree and disagree because of the whole um, nursing home situation. If you heard about that, Uh, Um, basically he put all the elders into like these nursing homes and they got, they all got the COVID and they were all dying and stuff like that. forced them to go to a nursing home. Yeah. So, I mean, people, some people can't stand Cuomo. Some people can. That was one of the things that um, went on also. A lot of people believe that this corona thing is, you know, just... It's fake. Yep. So... Corona is, is real. It is Very real. Very real. Everybody needs to wash their hands. They need to cover their mouths. Wear your masks. Be cautious. Sanitize everything because we need to get over this. We need to get back to the money. Right. Get back to it. Fully yeah. get back to the money. Yes. So, <laughs> speaking of money, like, let's talk a little bit about you. Um, so you are a DJ. Um, what influenced you to become a DJ? Um, I was influenced by uh, a multitude of things, but I would say my number one influence was um, the Wu-Tang Clan. Ooh, yeah, okay. Uh, one of my favorite rap groups of all time. Um, my oldest brother put me on to the Wu-Tang Forever. And um, ever since then, it was like, man, the music, the way they rhyme, the way they spit. You know, and plus I'm a big fan of the uh, hip hop history coming out of uh, NY, the north, the up north area. Yeah. So I used to sell bootleg CDs through high school, and then you know got to college, and it was like, well, this guy was like, dude, you should DJ my party because I was already known as the guy that sold CDs around college. 
And so he was like, man, you should do my party, man. You got like a, a bag, you know, like a case full of CDs. This, this was when CDs really mattered. Mm-hmm. Mixtapes. Right. Like that. So I, I had everybody's yeah. stuff. Like, bootlegs. Oh, so the queen you know, of the trap Shout out to podcast. Yep. You know, yeah, I paid a couple bills, man. Hey, <laughs> I used to buy them at the gas station See? for $5. It's real. Yep. That's how you know the, the Metro mixtape. Shout out to Metro right. Northport. So, so I was bootlegging those, and I DJed a party. And um, when I got paid, I was like, Man, you can make this much money off of a three, four hour party. And then the rest just kind of just, it just flowed into place. No. That's awesome. Um, well, how how long did it take you to start understanding how to DJ? Like when you first started, how long did it take you to actually understand? Mm, to actually understand it, I would say fully about. Mm, that's a good question. That's a good ass question. About seven years. Seven years. Fully understand because I learned on Tractor. The guy that taught me how to DJ, uh, who showed me how to hook things up, you know, was a Tractor head at the time. So I didn't know anything about CDJs. I didn't know anything about turntables. All I knew was a laptop, and you had a software. So you had to learn how to work the software. Then you had to learn how to work the actual DJ equipment. Hook it up all of that and then you had to actually understand what the software provided as far as what you could do from dj tags from cue points from sound effect buttons all of that and then the mixers man they come out with so many of these mixers that are complicated mm-hmm. it's like when i see all those when i used to see all those buttons i would get intimidated man like, me too. just point me to the one that's got the fader that's crossfader and then the fader going up and down on which channel, channel one or two, or if you're on channel three and four. So to fully understand it, I, you know, I would go on YouTube and I would spend countless hours on learning how to really work a basic mixer, yeah. right? And then once I got up in there and got more technical, it's like, all right, I can work this, I can work anything. But you know, Serato comes out with so much stuff, stuff yeah. you have a hard time keeping up with all of it. So many updates, so many mixers, and when you think about it, it's like, man, they all do the same damn thing. Yeah. They just look good. It's true. <laughs> I'm learning myself, so I understand how hard it is. I mean, I've sat and watched YouTube videos, and I'm still not understanding it. I'm kind of winging it myself. So I admire you for that, that you actually took the time to, like, go on YouTube and really perfect your craft. I'm serious about it. So, you know, That's if you're serious about something you want to do, you're, you're, you're studying and researching. Yeah. To make yourself better. Absolutely. Um, another question I wanted to ask you is, uh, how did you become a heavy hitters DJ? When did that process start? How did you um, get discovered? To break it down, um, it started when I was in Huntsville. I went to school at UAH in Huntsville. And Alabama A&M is the um, HBCU, which is located in Huntsville. I would say it's about 20 minutes apart from each other. Okay. You know, um, a good friend of, friend of mine, DJ E. Feezy, um, who's from Ohio, but he went to school in Huntsville. He came down to do a, um, a homecoming party, and you know I hit him up on um, this. This was when Twitter was like at its peak. I hit him up on Twitter and was like, "Dude, I'm here. I want to meet you." He's like, "Yo, just come to the party." So um, I found out that a good friend of mine, Dre Smooth, was DJing because he went to A and M, and that's the guy that taught me how to do a lot of stuff. He was like, "Yeah, just come with me, man, and set up and just hang out." And I was like, "Yeah, this opportunity to be around." Yeah. It. So Absolutely. when Efezi came, man, um, he had on the heavy hitter chain. I didn't know what it meant. I just saw this this guy with a bat, like he about yep. to swing on somebody, and it was iced out with diamonds. And I'm like, man, like what the hell is that? And I asked him. He said, yo, this is my DJ crew. So 
um, I was like, what I got to do to get a part? And he was like, just keep grinding. Just keep grinding. And, you know, network with me. Keep up with me. Got his number. Kept in contact with dude. Got out of school. You know, I told God what I wanted to do with my career and, and the things that I wanted to be a part of, which I felt uh, were beneficial for me and my and my son moving forward. Um, and, you know, I kept in contact with Efeezy. I kept in contact with um, Infamous, who, who also went to A&M, and they're really close friends. And everybody was just like, yo, just network with the DJs that's in the crew, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, dude, it's going on like, what, three years now? What I got to do? I got to kill somebody to be a part of this crew? Like, they treated it like it was the mob. <laughs> and then, you know, at one point, I thought it was just, you know, based off, like, I thought it was just for Latinos and stuff. You oh, know, really? That's what I thought, you know, not to, you know, I, sh- I shout out to the Latinos. So, <laughs> yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to them, man. You know, I was looking around like, man, do they have any black, any more black heavy <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, That's man. funny. And once I started doing research and, and actually, like, looking it up to see what it is, I saw how big the brand really mm-hmm. was. And every DJ that I spoke with, um, DJ Fat Fingers, who's a good friend, um, Efeezy, DJ, uh, who else did I speak with about this? DJ Damage, who's based out of um, Oh, I remember LA. DJ K. Damage. It was just like this network, man, and I'm like, just basically come around, you know. You know, I think it was like, man, they kept saying you should meet enough, the president. You should meet enough. And I'm like, man, enough. I didn't even know he was the president. Yeah, you should meet the president. Oh, and I was like, something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> and they was like, I'm like, will I have a chance to really talk to this guy because he's so busy yeah. so I hit up one of my guy friends that send that sends out music A&R's A&R's have mm-hmm. access to everybody yep. so I was like do you have a way that I can reach enough and he was like oh man it's nothing you know you broke so many records man I can you know here you go gave me his direct number wow so I started texting I text dude and he replied back within like 30 minutes and was like he was like I'm gonna check you out that's so amazing. I was like, bet. So leading forward, I had a number. I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to literally text this dude every day what I got going mm-hmm. on. So it's like, you can't forget the name. Yep. You, Persistence like, is like, key. Exactly. And then I just said, you know what? Let me build up the courage to go up to New York and actually meet him. And so um, my brother, me and my brother Hugo, I told him I was going to New York um, to just network for a day. Mm-hmm. And my guy, Sean Rock, who's a good friend, who's an A&R, Two who services records, but he's independently. Mm-hmm. He um was like, yeah, I can take you on a run. I can let you meet all the record companies and stuff. I can show you how 97 is, Power 105. And I'm like, bruh, bet. So I told him enough I was coming up. And that weekend was South by Southwest weekend, which is in Austin, Texas. And enough had it. He has an artist that he's pushing that had shows down there. But enough told me prior to that to come on. Like, I'll be here that weekend. And so Monday rolled around. I said, look, I'm in NY. He was like, bet, come up to the station. That's amazing. Went up to Hot 97, and uh, first time going in, Hot 97 was like, was legendary. Because mm-hmm. you see everybody taking these pictures behind these this wall with all of these legendary artists. I walked past all of that. You saw the recording rooms. I shook hands with a lot of people that, that mattered at the station. And um, enough took like a, I would say, a 30-minute to an hour, a minute of his time to just talk to me Aww. and get to know me. And, you know, he got to know me as a person. Yep. It wasn't much so like, what do you do as a DJ? That was brief. 
Like that was brief, but he really got to know the Who real. You are. Yeah, because people just look on social media and see New Era, but they don't really get to know the man behind New Era. Mm-hmm. They don't know what I do in my spare time. They don't even know my real name, which is good. So enough got to know that. Took the picture, came back home. I prayed. I said, God, this is what I want. I looked up. Uh, this was in January, around February, I think. February, March, March. Come June, I got a text from him. It was like I'm watching you at Ephes. It was like, yeah, I just talked to him. He's in uh, Miami right now, hanging out. I'm like, okay, you know. And then boom, July roll around. I get a call from him. I was like, wow. Oh, so that happened this year? Nah, that was oh. um two years ago. Oh, two years ago. Okay. I want to say twenty. I want to say twenty seventeen. I had to go back and look. Twenty seventeen. Don't quote me on this. If, if any heavy hitters hit this, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Don't <laughs> long quote night. on it. Been a long night. Long night. Uh, I want to say 2017. Let me see. 2017. Okay. It's got to be 2017 because I've been in it for two years. And um, got the call, man. And ever since then, it's just been, it's, it's, it's not really about how can you help me grow as a DJ. It's been more so I want to get to know you as a, a brother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when somebody says we are a family, I take that word serious. Yep. So, you know, and, and the heavy hitters have showed that it's mainly about family because, you know, 2019 going through rough times, 2020, you know, rough times, you know, they reach out and actually check on you. Yep. And that's what makes me say, yo, this is, I made the right decision. Oh, so, that's so, cool. so here we are now, man. That's amazing. <laughs> hey, you gotta trust in God, and right. your work will right. always speak for exactly. itself. Exactly, exactly. And that's just an amazing opportunity exactly. that you've gotten. But um, also, I wanted to like ask you. You've mentioned all of these big name DJs. Um, who is your favorite current DJs in this industry? Like, who do you who do you shadow? Who do you follow? Who do you learn from? Um, who do I shadow? And who are your from? biggest influencers? Biggest influencers are Khaled would be number one. Okay. Because you can't really just say he's a DJ anymore. Nope, he's everything. Yeah, like he's he's that guy. He's done radio. He's done tours, movies, movies, like everything. Everything. I think he does. He have a book coming out or something like that. Yep. So he's doing everything that. I said I wanted I want to do so definitely Khaled. Um, you got to put Jazzy Jeff on that list. Oh, absolutely! Right? And since quarantine has been going on, I've definitely been checking out Jazzy Jeff's, mm-hmm. you know, quarantine mix shows, and that guy got remixes for days. Like you may hear a a Jackson Five mix with a a Block Boy JP. Ooh. Right, and it's like, man, how the hell do you get your hands on something like that? Like, and it sounds the way he mixes, it sounds clean. He's been doing that for years. Right, so he's a big, amazing. He's a big motivator of mine. Um, and Funk Flex is in that list because you know he's New York. Yeah, it's, he's just he's just flex. Listen, man. the only thing I gotta <laughs> say about Funk Flex, listen, stop dropping the bombs on the radio every two seconds because like we want to hear the music. But we still love you. We still appreciate you. It's still working. Okay. Um, but we still love you. We still appreciate you. You know, New York. I'm from New York. So I watch Funk Flex. I've actually seen him live DJ before. So. I've never seen a Funk Flex. Oh, my God. I've never it's seen it live. Dope. It's actually pretty dope. I'm jealous. I'm actually jealous because 
every time I've been to NY, I've been there at least four times. I always say, where's my place? It's like, oh man, he doesn't even record here at the station. He got his own private room. And I'm like, damn. Mm -hmm. But I, I also met uh, DJ Cool uh, Red Alert. Oh. Had a chance to. But, okay. and, but it was brief. It was like, I'm coming in and he's walking out. And I said, what's up, man? He dabbed me up. What's up, brother? And kept going. And then I didn't, it dawned on me like, damn. I know that guy. <laughs> I, I listened to that guy mixes and he walked. Like right that. by me. I was like, wow. But got an F on Flex. Um, who else would be somebody good? Um on Flex. DJ Ego, my brother Ego. Ego's a good dude. Um, he's humble. And the way he moves is, is you know, he's he's signed to We the Best. You know, he was oh, Catholic okay. DJ, so the way he moves, you gotta respect that. And he's helped me out a lot in my career to, you know, further me into other markets. And you know, I look at him like a brother. Um, DJ, from a DJ's point of view, um, you know, somebody that I talk to weekly. Yeah. And it's not even about DJing. It's just about how your family, man, you know, stuff like that. So that's big. And uh, one more DJ, Kid Capri, man. Kid Capri, solid. Like, when it comes to mixing, mm -hmm. talking on the mic. And he got everything down. Every, everything <laughs> down, packed the way he moves. He, he moves around. He's, he's booked. Pretty damn near every weekend, and he's on Sirius XM. That's amazing. Right on weekend, so those are those are five, right? Five. Yeah, I, yeah, I think okay. that was five. five. So yeah, those I'm are my five sure right there. Five. That's awesome, though. You named a lot of very good names, um, very big names at that. Um, what kind of genres do you prefer to play? Like, do you have a choice over one over the other? Like, do you prefer hip hop over? Um, lat Latin music. Um, do you prefer rap over pop music? What I is prefer, your preference? I'm not gonna just say because I don't. I don't. I don't like to limit myself. Okay, that's um, a good answer. I like Latin music. I like okay. the way it sounds. I like the the tempo, the the beats, the BPMs are intense on Latin music, especially if it's like a mix, like a. You know how people take songs and remix it? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. So, you know, and DJing in, in Las Vegas, you know, it's a lot of that. Yeah. Like a lot. You have to know it. Now, rap, yeah, yeah I play it all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's out there. Yeah, it's so out there. So, being played I prefer uh, Latin, rap, um, pop. I mean, I like it all. Yeah. I don't I really... Mean, all of it's good, right. but why I asked is because, like, I know my in my personal life, um, as I started DJing, people told me that reggae was the easiest to learn with when it comes to um, mixing and stuff like that, and I actually don't find it easy. Mm. I find my trap music a lot easier because it's what I know. Mm -hmm. So that's why I asked you, what is your preference when it comes to music? Like, yeah, I prefer. Stuff that has a BPM range from 80 to about 105. Okay. Because when you're mixing, it's like everything is fast. Mm -hmm. It's fast. It's, it's quick. In and out, in and out. When you get around to about 50 to about 65, it's, you can speed it up, but it's a, it's a smooth bounce pace. Yeah. And, you know, when you're in a club, people when people are drunk, you know, I like to play my music fast. So, yeah, that's what I like. 
Well, that's good. Um, also, let's see. What other questions do I got for you today? She has a book full of questions. I have a book full of questions. I came prepared for this, man. I came from New York to interview you. So I wanted to make sure that I was definitely prepared. Um, Aside from DJing, how have you used your platform to expand yourself and your brand? Um, I've used it to... um, and it can come from any angle. Yeah, like do you podcast? Do you okay. radio? Radio is one. Um, I do two shows on. Um, I do two iHeart stations here in the city, Birmingham and uh, Montgomery. Um, I'm on weekly for uh, both of those stations. I do Dash Radio, um, which is you know my homie Ski and uh, Ecto One, based out of the LA market. I uh, do that on Saturdays weekly. I have a YouTube channel called New Era TV that I'm still like building yes. on. And, um, you know, COVID did hurt in a sense when it came to interviewing certain people, but, you know, God is going to restore that. Absolutely. Right. So I've been just doing Zooms now. And I'm still trying to catch the wave of Zoom because I like to be in the room with the artists. I like personal stuff. Yeah. It's more personal. Somebody like, wow, he came up to see this guy. You know, it's just the thought of people taking the time out of their day to really do it in, in person. Yep. So that's like relationships with people. I've done a couple of uh, Zoom parties, like DJing live on Zoom parties. Oh, nice. Very yeah, nice. You know, gotta, gotta keep. And one thing I miss about DJing since COVID has, you know, stopped us from really doing what we love to do. The fact of DJing for like kids, man, like when the kids oh, school call, like that, that's the turn up. Like I, I can't, kids that's what party. I, yes, like oh. I can't wait to get back to that, mm-hmm. literally. So uh, that's pretty much it. Um, Zoom meetings, um, I go live on Instagram, it's pretty much every week to try to engage with people, yep. to let people know like, hey, I'm still doing this, you know, I ain't giving up, you know, pretty much that's it. Oh. Um, who are, uh, oh, how do you plan to take your career slash business to the next level in the near future or in the future? Um, ooh, that's a good question. How do I plan to do it? Taking more risk. I believe if you play it safe, you won't really accomplish much. When you get a call, sometimes you just can't say no to that call mm-hmm. because you never know who's going to be there. You never know who you're going to walk into and shake hands with. So I believe going into 2021, I, I told God that I wanted to take more risk. You know, I really let my moves be silent and not really speak on what I'm really trying to do because you don't know who really is out trying to get you mm-hmm. to, to stop you. It's from a dog eat dog exactly. world out there. So you know, if you know, my Instagram is. 97% work and that other percentage that's left is like you may see a little of my social life yeah you know I want people to know that you know I put my heart into this and I would die for this that's how bad I want it oh that's amazing that's so amazing you have that drive and I definitely see it I've checked out your podcasts before I've actually like really listened to you you did your research I literally research. I'm sitting on that Instagram live okay. watching you DJ okay. all the time okay. Okay. so okay. I'm learning some things okay but um 
I just have like two more questions for you. Um, my other question is, who are some of the people um, that you've gotten to interview or meet um, that you've worked with in the music industry that you really built like a relationship with? Like, I know you currently did something with Diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, who else have you worked with that you enjoyed working with? Um, I would say, you know, relationships are, they're not hard to build. You just have to let people see your face and communicate. Yes. But I would say, interview-wise, one of, my, one of my biggest interviews I've done was when I interviewed uh, Rhapsody. Ooh. Like, that interview, man, you know, I was nervous. Like, her energy was, was so powerful. Yeah. You know, you know how people say Erica Badu is DJ on the whole Uh-huh. Right. I love her. Host so of the Queen of the Rhapsody, Trap you know, podcast. Room, it's, like, it's like, damn, she's short as hell. Super short. <laughs> and when she sat down and and when she smiled at me, I instantly warmed up. Aww. Because I, and, and you know, I, I was nervous. Because yeah. you got this artist that's done this, worked with this person. She has a song with Queen Latifah on her last album, J. Cole. And it's, she's worked with Kendrick. She's been nominated for a Grammy, you know. And she signed to Rock Nation. So it's like, man, this woman is came here to Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, you felt a little intimidated, right? It's like, yeah. it's like, but you know, that's why I always say you have to, you know, you have to. I don't want to say milk your relationship. <laughs> you have to grow your relationship. You have to put more. You have to put a lot into it because put an effort into everything. Right. So that would be, you know, one interview that I really cherish. And I would love to interview her again because um, she's been doing a lot more. Um, the second thing that's really made me really say, "Damn, this is this is where I, I this is why I do what I do," was when um, you know DJ Khaled did me that video drop. Yes, right. I saw that too. That and right you there. just got something done with DJ Drama recently, oh, yeah. Mister Drama interview. Yeah, oh that. my God, I can't wait to see that. That's. That interview was good. I'm a huge good. DJ drama fan, so that, let me just tell you. <laughs> that interview was big. I was a little nervous at first, you know. Drama was cool. Um, I asked some pretty good questions. Um, I'm big on smiles. When I see people smiling and laugh, it's like, okay. It's like, we're you, good. You were good. You were good. Right, if you're doing an interview and somebody doesn't at least, in my opinion, laugh or <laughs> say something that's that makes you be like, okay, yeah, I rock with them. It's like, all right, well, let me double back. Yeah. Right. So between the drama, the Cali, Rhapsody, being able to work for uh, Our Heart Radio has been a blessing because um, it's got me in so many doors. Um, being on Dash Radio and mixing on, I've been on Sway, uh, being on Sway in the morning, I've been on that man's show uh, three times. And, and I definitely appreciate DJ Wonder. And I appreciate, definitely appreciate uh, Sway. Good dude, man. Good attitude, good vibes, full of life, full of energy. Yeah. And, you know, Sway takes his time and really does his homework on people, man. Because when he does that iconic intro, it's like, all right. Yep. You know what's up. I already know. <laughs> Gotta salute Sway, man. Sway, Absolutely. what up? Absolutely. Shout out to Sway. Um, shout out to Sirius XM. Um, if you could give others advice that are like trying to do what you're doing right now, mm-hmm. um, what would you say to them? What advice could you give them? I would tell them to be aggressive in anything you want to do. And if you're serious about it, 
Like, don't wait on people to reach out to you. Like, yeah. find out how to make it happen. And don't be afraid to ask for right. help. And social media being is the way that it is now, you know, half of my relationships that I've that I've worked hard for have came off of being glued to my phone. Yep. You know, people Me too. Right. And you know, I'm not I'm not the type of person that has to be on my phone all, all the day. Time. But you have to kind of think about you have to stay up to date on what's going on. Music wise. And that's how we do it. Right. And 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 in my mind that's I don't believe in break breaks. Mm-hmm. I believe in taking a break, but like a break break. And when I say a break break meaning you just take two weeks off and don't do nothing. Like I, I couldn't function. I can't do that either. Right, because my email be swamped with so much stuff, mm-hmm. and then you you figure like you You're have missing to, out on music. Right, right, and you have to be available to talk to people, or that's what your manager or your PR is for. Yeah. So I would tell any artist to have your team in place, have somebody speaking for you, um, have a budget, man. Even if it's a hundred dollars. Yeah. DJ K Death. Right. You know, it's one thing for Host DJ to believe Not really show that DJ that believes in you that didn't charge you to. Hey, man, here's here's something just because, bro. Yeah. Like, I and you helped me get this, and you know, I see a lot of artists make it out here and don't even come back and really deal with the DJ that that really got them to a point. Yeah. You know, and there's no disrespect to a lot of other people that have platforms in other markets, but always remember home base. Always yes. remember where you started and who helped you because it's people here that have podcasts, that have YouTube channels, that do all of this, that you go to Atlanta, you can get the same thing, but you got that right here. Mm-hmm. So help grow somebody else's platform, invest in somebody else's platform because you never know what they may do for you in the long run. Yeah, and they could influence you. Exactly. So that's what I would say. So speaking of platforms, I wanted to ask, where can everybody find you? Like where you said iHeartRadio, you mm-hmm. said Dash. Um, what's your Instagram? What's your Facebook? Um, Any pages people can find you on? Do you have a tree link? Yeah, tree link. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just learned about that. I don't have a tree link, but uh, you can find me on Twitter, and Twitter at the real DJ New Era. Instagram and Facebook is at the DJ New Era. My website is uh, djnewera.net. Search New Era TV. Um, download the iHeartRadio app. Search 1041 to beat Birmingham. And search Hot 1057. And you can check me out on that. But I mainly interact. I, I'm on Twitter, but not as much as I need to be. Instagram and Facebook are like my biggest ways to catch my attention. Yeah. I'm on that shit. Heavy. I feel you on that. Even if I don't, even if I don't post for three days, I'm still on, yep. seeing what's going on in the world. So yeah, absolutely. Or, or you, you know, you can you want to book me, get the names in the bayou. They're up there. Uh, awesome. Go book him, cause guys, you know, Corona. Yes, book please. If you got book. some clubs, if you got some venues that are open, yes. contact this man. He is. Fire. And I thank you so much, DJ Nuera, for having me interview you and taking the time out to talk to me. I appreciate it. It's all love, man. And I hope we get to do this again soon. Yes, we're gonna do we're gonna do more. Yes, I can't wait. You are now tuned in. Let's go to the Queen of the Trap Podcast.